Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today, and we had a great show at KPFT a couple of hours ago. Uh, Lee Grant, welcome aboard. Bruce Pollard, welcome aboard. Thank you for watching the show, Bruce. Bruce says, nice show at noon with Dwayne Bradley, who was the former manager of KPFT. We're still trying to raise $150,000 for KPFT. So, folks, other than both support both Politics and Right here locally and support Politics and Right at KPFT, we really need the support. Remember, we do go to work. This is the only independent sources in this area. That's what we do. Gene Gate Daggle, welcome aboard. Melanie Keelan, welcome aboard. Who else have we got? E2247 is in the house. Uh, Bridge MCP, La Preciosa Bridge MCP is with us. AVQ, welcome aboard. Bri uh, Michael Rudnin with a whole lot of stuff. I'm going to be scanning them lightly. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Because we have a lot to cover today, Michael. Thank you so kindly for that. I, I like that uh, Lake Mead stuff that I really want to cover. Thank you for that one because a lot of folks don't realize the importance of what's going on out there. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Eric Hayes is in the house as well. And, of course, we have got our beautiful, preciosa Yvette Avery Herod. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, let's see what we got here. Starting with the hill, what happens if Lake Powell runs out of water? If Lake Powell recedes much further, one of the nation's largest reservoirs could be at risk of no longer generating hydropower for the region. The lake was just under 24% full as of last week and had lost 16 feet in the last year. In, the, in its depth, a level currently stands at 3,530 feet. Northern Arizona Glen Canyon, which creates the lake, has a full capacity of 1,320 megawatts. According to the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation, however, the receding water levels have already greatly reduced the reservoir's generating capacity to about 800 megawatts, or about 60%. Lake Powell generates power for about 5.8 million households and businesses in Arizona, Colorado, Nebraska, Nevada, and New Mexico, Utah, and Wyoming. Taylor Hawes, Colorado River uh, Program Director at the Nature Corvettes Conservancy, said, It's important to differentiate between Lake Powell running dry versus Lake Powell dropping below elevation 3,490 feet. Hawes noted that the lake levels never reached that point before, creating substantial uncertainty about what would happen. Adding, we know what we we know that we'll lose hydropower, and they won't be able to make hydropower below three four nine zero. The hill is what what is at three? Wow, was at three five five three? It's at three five three zero. They only have forty more feet to go. Oh my God! The hill is trying to be optimistic, but this outcome is a matter of when, not if. We have about a year remaining to prepare and we are squandering time not building wind and solar renewables infrastructure to take the place of the hydropower we are soon going to lose. You know something, Brother Rodnin? That is the failure of the... That's, that's why I've always said. If government decided that we wanted to do the responsible thing, we don't have to wait for the market capitalization and all these guys to say, ah, we can wait till we can extort them so we'll, we won't build those things until now. When we go to build them, we can extort exorbitant prices out of them. 
if we allow the public sector to just go ahead and do what they need to do, we can actually make sensible decisions. But the public se- this private sector, based on a market capitalization, is an utter failure. And it's an utter failure because unless somebody see a way to make a buck right now, it doesn't move. That is why public sector has to get in there. And if the private sector wants to come and get the crumbs, we go ahead and leave the crumbs for the private sector. Second item. Axios FBI data shows U.S. violent crimes decreased slightly in 2021. Why it matters, the figures from President Biden's first year come as Republicans seek to make crime a major issue before the terms, an issue that polls show voters give an edge to the GOP. By the numbers, violent crime volume decreased by 1% in 2021 from 132600 to 131300, but it's even better than that. Remember, we have a population increase over that time, so therefore, as a percentage drop, it's even greater. All right, um... Roughly half of America, uh, America's medium and smaller sized communities with majority black populations actually saw drops in overall report of violent crime. This is an issue conservatives care about because talking about it seems to make them think other people will have the same reactionary impulses they do. I'll say it again for the cheap, she- uh, cheap seats. The desperation that comes from poverty is the leading cause of crime and lead our drinking water is the second leading cause of crime. Uh, the Republican policies may, lead, lead in our drinking water is a cause of crime. Republican policies make both of these underlying systemic problems worse. Absolutely true. What, you know, we got to lean into these things and always make it the, tell the truth about it. These are Republican-generated issues. And I, I like what uh, um, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, has been doing as he sticks it to the red states who are utter, complete failures at their po- uh, to their populations. Red state government, that is, to their populations. It's evil to their populations. I, I, I love that Gavin Newsom is doing that. And today, the piece that I'm going to show actually show that even a very, very conservative person in, um, in, in Scarborough, uh, uh, Joe Scarborough, also says the same. At the Independent UK, video shows DeSantis visit disrupting Hurricane Ian recovery efforts. Frustrating volunteers argued with the governor's staff after being told to pause humanitarian efforts on Sunday. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has angrily denied reports that he interrupted Hurricane Ian's support relief efforts to stage a photo op, which is what he did. But video shared by a Democratic activist of, the, of Mr. DeSantis' visit on Sunday afternoon to areas of the county affected by the devastating hurricane, which has killed more than 100 people, suggests otherwise. Volunteers in the town of Arcadia had been using their own boats to ferry essential items such as food, medicine, diapers, and stranded uh, to stranded Floridians. Ian made a landfall on Wednesday. ABC Action News reported, but the Good Samaritans became frustrated when they were when they were wave when they were forced to pause operation for several hours ahead of a visit by the governor. Even an hour can be a difference between life and death of those lingering in disaster zone. Then DeSantis denied what he did despite video evidence. I swear, this is 1984. I have to wonder if people of Florida would be gullible enough. Yes, they will. Until, unless we in the independent media are funded in such a manner that we can tell the story. You are telling the story from the Daily Beast that isn't going to get much coverage, but you're going to be on here, you're going to be podcasted, and it's going to be put out that way in many other forms. Independent media, that's what it's all about. ABC News, what we know about Herschel Walker's son, Christian, who went viral for denouncing his dad. Christian Walker adds to the Georgia GOP candidate history of controversy. Christian Walker is a conservative social media personality and podcast host whose father, businessman, and college football legend Herschel Walker is a Republican nominee running against Senator Raphael Warnock. 
in this year's midterm election, but father and son have rarely overlapped in public this year until this week when the younger Walker denounced his dad in a series of social media, which we, we, we showed on the program yesterday. So I'm not going to read all of this. Christian Walker, uh, I, I know mom and I would really appreciate if my father, Herschel Walker, stopped lying. I played that video for all of you yesterday for all of you that were here. Okay, continuing with the program, continuing with the program we have. Uh, let's see who else has joined us. E22477, decision. Today, OPEC announced, I have a piece on that, um, E22477, a very important piece that I just did. As soon as I got back from KPFT, I saw the news of what OPEC was going to do, and I got the news stuff, and I, I, I did a little story on that. So please wait for that. We're going to be doing that one likely first. We're going to do that as the first one, the OPEC extortion. Uh, let's see. Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. Uh, AVQ, talk about OPEC. I'm not going to read that because I'm talking about that. Great message from the Canada friend saying, enough with the woke, uh, get get on with a plan for solutions. No need to take everyone's bread and give crumbs. This country has more than enough resources to be independent and secure, but yet this administration wants to be dependent on other countries. You missed the boat. This not this country. This administration wants to be dependent on any other country. It's our private sector that has failed. The private sector has all the drilling land it really needed if it were really going to produce it. The reason they are not drilling. It's not because of the administration stopping drilling. They're not drilling because it's an extortion process. They want to get licenses to as much land as they can. Right now, public land, that's what they want. There is more than ample areas if supposedly they wanted to drill based on supply. But here's the thing. There is no reason for them to drill. The, the fact that OPEC can take 2 million barrels of oil off the market in, in November proves the point that I've been talking about all along. It's an extortion. And as long as we have gullible people that allow that crap to, to like what Eric Hayes, my brother, just said, as long as you keep your mind in fog and not understand mark, how a capitalist market works, and how markets in general work, you will continue to have blinders on. You will continue to remain willfully, and note what I'm saying, willfully ignorant. And my piece on the oil stuff will make some of that a bit clearer as well. Michael Rodney says, Al Jazeera, OPEC, oh, I, I, I'm not covering that right now. I tell you what, let's go ahead right now and go to, uh, let's see, Ryan Featherstone, welcome aboard. Uh, Robert Davenport, greetings progressive, he says. Eric Hayes says, whom? Biden files. Uh, I'm not reading. Uh, Bridge MCP says, greeting Robert Davenport. And let's continue. Uh, Eric Hayes. Okay. Uh, Walker, why you bag on him uh, when Biden won't even claim his four-year-old granddaughter from his great... Oh, boy, you poor man. Uh, I, 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 Eric, at this point, I, I'm really questioning some of... Well, I'm not going to say that. That's not too nice. Um, let's see, um, reading down. All right, let's go to our first video because it's very important on, uh, and let, let's see if this is the one here. This is the one. Let's go ahead and listen to the video on OPEC and then we'll come back on the other side. Okay, let's go ahead and do that first of all. OPEC says they are going to start, uh, stop. Two million barrels of oil a day. In other words, there is a lot of oil supply like I've been talking about. 
for the longest time, but they are going to purposefully create a scarcity in order to drop oil prices. Let me tell you a, a secret, guys. I really don't mind them doing that because what we really want is for Americans to use less oil. And if raising the price of oil a little bit is going to cause us to burn less oil and put more carbon in the air, it is great. But it's beyond that. The point is, this is extortion. Let me just play the piece from MSNBC and then we'll go ahead and move on from there. But I want you to see this, that a that an organization, a cartel, with and likely with the, uh, with the appeasement of our own American companies will take 2 million barrels of oil off of the market. Check this out. Republicans today out with a new line of attack against President Biden after the country is responsible for most of the world's oil production decided to slow things down in a big way. One of those Republicans, House Minority Whip Steve Scalise, saying that the group of countries known as OPEC are, in his words, laughing at the president. After they cut production by two million barrels a day, the OPEC plus group of around two dozen countries, including Russia, now hoping the move will drive oil prices up after they've been falling for months. The Biden administration, you know, had been trying to convince them not to make this move, something that evidently did not work. Now, with prices again on the rise, that talking point about lower gas prices here at home, and they had been lower, might be off the table. I want to bring in NBC News senior White House correspondent Kelly O'Donnell and NBC News business and data reporter Brian Chung. So, Brian, and, you know, this is a move that is very clear. It is essentially shots fired at, at the West, basically. It is also meant to very much drive up gas prices. When are consumers, when are Americans here going to start to see the impact? That is exactly what's expected, Hallie, for gas prices to go up. And you have some estimates like from Patrick DeHaan over at Gas Buddy warning that this could raise the price of gasoline by about 15 to 30 cents a gallon. If you take a look at where we're at right now, about $3.83 at a national average, that would imply you could see prices above $4 very soon. Now, these cuts won't be taking place until November, so it might be some time before you feel that. And of course, the prices that you pay at the pump are going to be different depending on what region you're at in the country. But of course, this presents a pretty big political conundrum for the Biden administration, which has wanted to keep prices low through uh, the midterms. Now, of course, whether or not that happens remains on how market pricing happens and unfolds over the next few weeks. But nonetheless, the White House saying that this is a mistake and misguided from the OPEC nations. So that tease us up nicely for Kelly O'Donnell. The reaction, obviously, from the Biden administration, the White House, Kelly, didn't want this to happen, tried to apparently get it to not happen. It did. Talk about the potential political dangers here. Um, and what, if anything, they can do to try to counteract this? Well, the White House has chosen its words carefully, and they're muted. They say the president is disappointed in this short-sighted decision. Uh, that is certainly the kind of thing that would come off as rather tepid on the surface. It obviously can carries much more weight internally for the political ramifications rolling into the midterms where gas prices have been a very volatile issue and one where this White House has seen a steady decline, almost a daily decline for weeks, uh, something where they've been able to kind of pull the reins back on inflation. Other products have continued to go up in price. Gas prices have stabilized, and that is something that the Biden White House has tried to tout. They have also, of course, are concerned about this because they believe that 
this is unstable for the global economy and very much uh, point the finger of blame quietly at Russia. Russia, of course, with the Ukraine war, uh, that they are trying to put this pressure on the West uh, with the political volatility that exists there and to create a much more uh, sort of volatility in the marketplace globally, which, of course, then affects American consumers. One of the responses from the Biden White House is to increase the available supply from the strategic petroleum reserve that the U.S. maintains. And so there will be an additional release to try to offset uh, that change to uh, what is available on the marketplace. And they say they want to talk to Congress about trying to make other changes and kind of big picture talking about how this is another sign that the U.S. needs to be as energy independent as possible. The timing isn't good. The political ramifications are not good. Mm. It's a sign of the tense uh, sort of battle between the U.S. and Russia and the fragile relationship between the U.S. and Saudi Arabia as well. All right. First, to the Republicans, you can't have it both ways. You can't claim that oil is a on an international market. It's a, the market dictates, which means it doesn't matter if we have more drilling in the United States. All of that oil ends up on the market. If OPEC cuts oil and uh, cuts the amount of uh, oil they're going to produce per day and we increase the amount, I mean, it, it, it is all going into one huge market because that is what we've allowed. America is already self-sufficient if it chose to na- nationalize its oil industry and it could work that way, but we won't do that. We're going to stay on the international system where we allow the markets to run. But let's forget about that for now. You can't have it both ways. Now, here, here is the deal. This should be the impetus for all Democrats to go out there and talk about this is why we need to go on to go into overdrive and talk about renewable energies completely and entirely independent from oil, from fossil fuels. They want to, they want to create false shortages. They want to, the prices aren't going up because we have a shortage of oil. These are corporations that are saying, you know what? We are going to screw the people of America. We are going to screw the people of the world. We are going to try to have an impact on an election. We are going to force a price increase. We are going to steal your money. Remember, that's what they're saying here. There is no shortage. They are creating the shortage. And if we blame, if we blame, let's say, a Biden for, oh, look at what you're allowed. It's not true. Blame where the blame belongs. Corporations in a, in a, in a, in a, in a market, in a failed market of oil, right? A cartel that controls the volume of oil, not based on how much you can produce or how much is needed on the market, but how much we are going to allow prices to rise because we have price and power. Note at Politics Done Right, we talk about this failed economy for several reasons. Things that are of necessary necessity to Americans, necessity to people of the world should never fall into this marketplace where we can have charlatanes, where we can have thugs, where we can have immoral folks decide we are going to suck all the money that we can out of the people, out of middle class, out of the poor because we can. We control the price of oil and therefore we will tell you when those prices are going to be high or not no it's time to get at them it is time to nationalize the oil industry we make enough oil here in the united states to be self-sufficient we can start if we started nationalizing our own oil industry and then other countries start to do the same they will protect the citizens and not have a false fraudulent market that decide they will rip you 
off. They will take your money away. People, people, don't fall for the crap. This isn't a supply and demand issue. This is a price and power issue. This is a corporate structure controlling a market issue. This has nothing to do with the Biden administration. This has nothing to do with any Republican administration. This has to do with a fraudulent economic system that allows the corporations who have price and power to rip you off. If you blame the right People, we can come to the right conclusions. If you allow yourself to be dummified by those who are attempting to use the, the, the extortion by corporations to work, and again, I mean those words, the extor- if you allow the extortion by corporations to work, it's on us. Let's not do it. Let's, let's immediately do what's necessary so that we can take control of our own personal economies. And let me tell you, it's deeper than that. Now, I want to show you guys something, okay? I want you guys to all use your minds. It's essential. Use your minds. Come to Politics Done Right and share and use your minds. Here is what I want to show you. You, Every time you hear a Republican talk about Biden needs to allow more drilling, Biden needs to stop using the strategic reserve to cool prices, etc. Realize it's a fraud. Realize it's an attack on middle class. Realize it's an attack on the poor. And let me explain why, my brothers and sisters. This document says it all. U.S. Energy Facts explain. The United States has been an annual net total energy exporter since 2019. In other words, we supply enough energy. We supply enough energy in this country so that we have we we could deplete the entire and uh, reserve, the entire reserve to allow uh, the prices to drop in the international market and nationalize our industry and say all oil produced in the United States stays in the United States, we will still have enough to export uh, to export out of this country. We are a net supplier of energy to the world. Don't let anybody fool you. And if you're a net supporter of energy in the world, when an oil company comes to you and says, Biden is, cause or is causing the prices to rise because he won't allow more drilling. What it is saying is, oh, wait a minute. So you are admitting the fact that not having a nationalized oil industry because you can produce all you need locally is in, in, in order to enrich a few by having it market-based. You see, they, they, get, they get tied into their own domain they get tied into their own immorality. They get tied into their own evil, that evil of ripping you off. They need the international market and the fraudulent OPEC to rip you off because we make enough energy in the United States alone. We don't need to import any energy if we don't want to. We have enough capacity to refine. We have enough capacity to pull out of the ground. In fact, that's what we are doing right now. So whenever you hear a Republican or an oil company says, we need more licenses to drill. First of all, most of the licenses they have, they're not drilling on that. I give you the evidence here on the screen that we are a net exporter of energy, that we produce more than we can possibly use. We have an abundance of resources in the United States. The only reason they're expensive is because our 
our charlatanes, our, the op our, our corporations, they decide. They have price and power. They can take your money. When you have extra cash in your, in your wallet, they raise the prices. And, in all, and, and when the, the Federal Reserve wants to reduce, stop the, the, the inflation from occurring, they also ask you to pay. Oh, we got inflation. Inflation means more money for the corporations. Okay, the federal government says, hey, you guys are, 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 you guys are gouging the American people. Well, you can't do anything about it. Oh, yes, the Federal Reserve says, yes, we can. We'll increase interest rates. And after we increase interest rates, or who are the ones that pay for that interest rate? You do. So you pay the inflated prices and you pay the price for forcing corporations not to inflate the prices by reducing that uh, demand on those guys. It's a racket. The economic, the economic system is a fraud. I repeat, our economic system is the largest, largest fraud on every single American citizen. I repeat, the economic system is a fraud. Our economic system is a fraud on every American citizen. Okay, let's see. Egberto, we have an abundance of oil to the point we've become an oil exporter. However, we don't have enough refining capacity, so we still import gas. No, 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 no. Let's back up. We do have enough refining capacity. We also export gasoline. Let me tell you what occurs, okay? Don't buy in to the crap. These guys create false scarcities to keep prices high. We can re look fracking. I understand. Uh, look, I on, look uh, fraction fractionalization in in our refineries and all of that. I'm an old old guy with all this experience in all these different industries. The capacity is there. The fraud is what causes us to do what we do. The maximization of profits is why you go ahead and import. Instead of readjusting a plant here, ah, we can get cheap gasoline and, and jack the price up here. We, it, it's all a racket, people. It's a racket. And until we understand it in the core of our being, until we stop allowing others to lie to us, until we really have an independent media that can tell us the truth. You know, sometimes my head wants to explode why? Because I understand the fraudulent system that we live in. Okay? I mean, exactly. Just fix. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let, let's, let's see what kind of uh, messages I missed here before I move on. Uh, para ver, para ver. Fossil fuel production means we're facing a choice between accelerating global warming and raising prices, according to, um, to Rodden. Uh, we also have, Bridge says, fossil fuel production means we're, uh, uh, that's a repeat, Paul Fleming says, unlike use before labels, Best Buy labels could encourage consumers to throw away food before its expiration date. Something must be done to change it. And that's, an, that's another fraud, right? In other words, you go, buy, you, buy, you go buy some food and they put a false expiration date on it. What that really is, is you can't store, you can't store food, man. Because, oh, you look at the expiration date, you get scared. Oh my God, the expiration date is there. So you throw it away and then you go buy some new ones, right? Um, look. Our consumer market, instead of instead of rigging it, in, jigging jigging it into a an efficient system. Remember, supposedly capitalism is defined as the efficient allocation of resources. It is a far cry from that. It is actually trying to get the most out of the least. 
it's, it's attacking the vulnerable. Conservatives like to be extorted. They don't like to be extorted. They just, know that they just don't know that they're being extorted. That's all. Uh, Paul Fleming says, hit the like button. Also, please, folks, hit the, uh, hit the like button. Hit the, 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 the thumbs up button, all of that, to ensure that we can get the coverage that we need to get. Uh, let's see what else we have here. I'm still scrolling, scrolling. Al Jazeera, Biden surveys damage pledges aid to uh, Florida after Hurricane Ian. Uh, uh, FEMA says it will continue to provide resources to Florida as U.S. assessment goes. Yes, I see that. Uh, you funny, Egberto, the administration won't support investment and has banking attacking the SEC attack. Again, I, I just, you, you know, Eric, I'm not going to read any one of your, your things about the oil anymore because I just showed you and and as uh, uh, the, the the absolute resource here that says we're producing more than we are than we we make which means whether we touch the, the national reserve or not doesn't matter because we are producing a lot more oil than we actually can use that's that's the first topic and if you cannot see how that associate itself with the fraudulent pricing that we have right now and how the, only because of the thuggery of the oil companies the prices are where they at I cannot help you. I mean, I can only tell you the truth. I can only speak the truth here. Okay, that's all I can do. You can choose to believe the people who are lying to you and picking your pockets. That's a problem. They, they, have, they, have, a, they have gotten you to hate, uh, hate to, to want to stick it to the lip so much that they will allow you to hurt yourself to stick it to the lip when the lip is actually doing stuff that helps you. But you continue, continue, you know. We are going to fight, those of us who are willing to change, we are going to fight very hard to make sure that, the, that progressive policies get enacted. Good, the good thing for you is if they do get enacted, you would be just fine. If they don't get enacted, you'll, you'll, you'll absolutely get screwed. Uh, let's see. Um, Paul Fleming says a fifth guard, National Guardsman has committed suicide and been ordered to monitor, mig- who have been ordered to monitor migrants. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, going down, Carl Cox says, Biden has no effect on oil reserves. Oil companies, OPEC does. Biden isn't corrupt enough for the mega, uh, mega rich. The, look, like I always says, the super rich are pretty much parasites. And that is why we have to elect the right people that will re- recover what they have stolen through taxes. We must recover that which was stolen through taxes, and to do that, you have to come into power. Now, when we start increasing the taxes, they will immediately go to the rigged Supreme Court, and at that point, if the Supreme Court uh, rules against Congress, that is the dissolution of the Supreme Court, which means we will ignore the ruling and throw more people on the court because the court is a fraudulent court. Uh, Bruce Pollard says, agreed, we need to reduce our dependence on other people's energy by developing uh, alternates and not giving what we have. And again, Bruce, we are not dependent on other people's energy. We are self-sufficient. But because we allow trading on the global market, we just pool our money into the market so that we can get the maximal bang for the buck, which also means Americans are going to pay more for what they uh, more for their more for their energy because it will enrich a few. Paul Fleming, the Dow jumped 825 points today, but you won't hear that. You only got to know the Dow. Well, you're going to hear Joe Scarborough. Joe Scarborough. Uh, Joe Scarborough has no problems telling the truth, and uh, and we're going to get to that 
in a little bit. Um, let's see what else we have here. Egberto, would you please show this uh, to Eric again? It's killing me. It's killing me. It's killing me. All right, I'll, I'll show it to Eric again for you. There we go. The inventor of the engine, many argue about... I mean, again, you know what, Bridge? You try to... Eric acts like um, he's not able to compute these statements. So I'll put it up on the screen again, but willful, willful ignorance is, is a dangerous thing. Uh, it's willful ignorance and, and an ideolo ideolog ideological uh, blindness is a very dangerous thing. So that is what we have to fight against here. That is what we have to fight against. Okay, nationalize oil, gas, oil, and corn too as corn feeds autos instead of persons due to the gasohol stealing corn from hungry bellies. Right, if we nationalize oil and if we go ahead and start doing the right things, it will be all fine. So higher gas prices will wreak havoc with Dems' chances in November. Not if we put the, not if we put the blame where it belongs. If we blame corporations who are supported by Republicans, Republicans will pay the price for higher gas prices. But Democrats are generally slow to come up with a message. They go to a whole bunch of think tanks in Washington who have never seen uh, the right, the kind of people that actually go out there and vote. They just talk out of their rear ends. I've worked with a, a, a whole lot of those when I was at the coffee party, and we put on a big function on the west, uh, the west side of the Capitol and, and paid fifteen and $16,000 to... To these these darn uh, these supposedly Washington experts who knew nothing, they brought us nothing. You know, most of the people who got there and most of the media that did the work, I was the media at I was board member and media at our our big coffee party event. And you know what? They got us nothing, nothing. Several thousand dollars, and it got us nothing. Egberto, we have an abundance of oil to the point that we are becoming an oil exporter. I read that one already. National, nationalized coal also. I want the nationalized coal to prevent it from being used at all. Uh, Robert Davenport says, as the oil price goes up, the value of the oil in the ground on public lands leads to private companies, raises their stock prices, inventory valuation without them making additional investment. It's a scam. You, you, you hit that on the money, Robert Davenport. You hit it on the money. It's a scam. Because, and it's the same, uh, believe it or not, it's the same thing with the student loans. Why they don't want student loan forgiveness? Because the valuation of the, the books will fall. In this case, it's the opposite, right? The valuation of the books go up without them doing anything. Just the fact that oil prices has in, have increased, that will cause that. You are so smart, Brother Davenport. Bridge MCP says, why move? Just fix. Okay, Berto, learn something. Thanks. Markets Insider. As U.S. Uh, gas prices tick higher, the White House has reportedly asked the Energy Department to look into whether a ban on exports of gasoline will pull down costs of the pump for American drivers. See, that's what I was talking about, uh, Rodney. Let me put that on the market so that the deniers would actually see it. The White House, in other words, stop exporting. You know, we, we have to stop looking for the best market and look for the American market. All right, let's see. Um, uh, no, no, no. Eric, you said you showed nothing. It's on the screen. You don't have to say, I showed nothing. Uh, intelligent people can read the screen and understand real information. So if you choose not to, I feel for you, but don't claim that others haven't. Lee Grant says, Egberto, did you just call for an insurrection against the U.S. Supreme Court? No, I call for right-sizing the Supreme Court based on the thuggery that occurred under Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell. Uh, let's see. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Eric, again, not seeing the statement and willful ignorance on balance in your problem is everyone should be poor because you say, nope, again, you're the one who wants people poor. You're the one who support these high prices with the policies that you support, with the, with the charlatanes that you support. That's a statement of fact. 
Okay, I think it's time for my first my, my, my ask. I'll go to that real quick and then we'll proceed. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only re resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what... Okay, um, uh, Lee Grant says, Rudnan, the competition of the court is not based on what you think it should be for whatever reasons. Actually, the court was... was the, the, the composition of the court was created illegally. All right? The Constitution didn't say that, a pres that the Senate could hold on to the... Pres I, I mean... Uh, technically speaking, we could just go ahead and not, uh, as senators not do their constitutional duty, which is what they did. They fraudulently held back seats. As such, I think it is important for us to go ahead and right-size the court based on the fraud that the Republicans effected on the court. In more ways than one, but I would only worry about one. Robert Davenport says, whoa, Peggy Lopez, I didn't know. That. Well, let me read what Peggy Lopez said first. Uh, Peggy Lopez said... Uh, let's see if did I did I did I miss what Peggy Lopez said? Uh, Peggy Lopez, ¿dónde estás? ¿Dónde estás, Peggy Lopez? Estoy buscando lo que dijiste. Uh, let's see. Well, I tell you what, I'll run down. Making jelly here with outdated pectin because it will work for about a decade beyond the use by. Oh, that's what you're talking about. I would imagine it, it's dry. It has low humidity. As long as you don't have mold in it, I don't see why you couldn't use that sort of a thing to make jelly. Anyway, I hope you're making good jelly. You're going to send me a bottle of your jelly? I mean, I would love to have some privately made jelly from one of our, our folks. And if you're going to sell it on the internet, I can do a little commercial for you that sells like this. Have some Peggy Lopez jelly that she made here on Politics Done Right. All right, Peggy Lopez, give us your jelly. All right, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. Part of it, part of it, part of it. All right. Um, yep. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, yep, Eric. That Eric. You know. I mean, look, um, Bridge. You can take a horse to water. You can take a pig to wherever. But if they don't want to drink, you can't force them to drink, right? 
uh, sometimes you have they have to, some people have to feel the pain. Remember, I talk about there are some people who that empathetic gene has been uh, has been so far so has gotten so little use that it's no longer there. That's what we're looking at here. But anyhow, let's continue. Um, Lee Grant, unpack the court. There are 13 circuit courts. There should be 13 Supreme Court justices, one from each. Follow with 18-year term limits so that each president gets two nominations per term. I agree with that so wholeheartedly. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, let's see. Ignorance is a huge threat, but arrogance is a larger threat. When ignor ignorance and arrogance deploy together as as one, the world is utterly lost its mayhem, and that's where we are today. Daniel Ledo says, you know who nationalized your oil industry? Venezuela. I love when you use Venezuela as an example, right? Because those people who don't understand international policy, international relations, don't understand what we as Americans had done in Venezuela. You see, you only look at what you hear in the news here. You don't hear the kinds of things that we do in these other countries to control their resources. You just hear the top line and you run with it. Let me tell you something. What our business people do in America, in, 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 this, in Central America, Latin America, the Caribbean, uh, Asia, under the auspices of America, because we know, uh, they know that we have a huge military behind it, and all a corporation have to say is, hey, they stole something from us, and a big, bad U.S. military come into the fold? Hmm. You just don't get it. Understand it, and then talk. Uh, Paul Fleming says, it's funny, ho I hope they're trying to make Liz Cheney a uh, titan of leadership of integrity. What about uh, the attack on the Capitol? What would uh, be, we be about there then? You know, it's true, right? Um, I like Liz Cheney's moxo, okay? Moxie, I guess is what uh, what say. But no, I like I said, I, I, I have to put her into perspective. If Democrats were to nominate some Yahoo neoliberal... Just to stick it to them because a neoliberal really ultimate, the, ultimately the policies that will result after we've gotten certain policies passed would be no different under Liz Cheney with a, a Democratic House, right? But I tell you what, um, Liz Cheney proves to me that she has more pelotas than a lot of men. Period. Period. That's a fact. Now, uh, there, could, could I ever vote for a Liz Cheney for president? Depend on who the Democrats put up. Put up a neoliberal and I bet I'll vote for her. You know? All right. Let's see. Robert Davenport uh, says, "Whoa, Peggy Lopez did, did I, uh, Lopez. I didn't know that. I am a throw things about my best date. Yeah, I got that. 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 Egberto, send me your address. It's a sugar-free strawberry. Ah, I'm going to send you that address, girl. I was just kidding, but just because you're offering to send it anyway, I want it. Sugar-free jelly. You bet your life I'm gonna take it, Peggy." All right, thanks for distracting, uh, Robert Davenport. Thanks for getting distracted and not reading my comment, Egberto. No, I'm going to, you know, Robert, Robert, you've earned me not getting distracted and read your damn comment. I hope this is going to be the comment that you read. I mean, after all, you throw your comments into super chats and all of that. I better damn well read your, uh, your chat. Here it goes. Whoa, Peggy Lopez, I didn't know that. I am a throw things out by best by date person. In other words, Robert Davenport always, he looks at the best date and he throws it away. Wonder how much money I have tossed out with that habit. We get smacked around by tricky policy too often. You know, I can tell you, brother, because that is what my wife does as well. You've lost a ton of money. You've lost a lot of money, Davenport. Sorry. 
save that money and put it on put it on here on super chats on 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 on, on politics and right. And for all of you, come on, give politics and right some stars and some super chats and 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 become. Actually, you know what would be great? I need some more uh, patrons, so I'm going to ask a big favor. Please, if you can, please become a patron right there. I just put the patron address in there. Politicsunright.com slash patron. I need more patrons. I honestly need more patrons. So please go ahead and support the show however you can. Politicsdoneright.com slash patron. Patron is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Robert, did I read the right one or not? I think I did. Uh, let's see. Robert Davenport says, if you saw the screen he is seeing, you would understand. If you want him to read it, tag him and put it in caps. Oh, my God. Look at how she's calling me an old man on the sly. Oh, my God. All right. Daniel Ledo says, honey lasts forever, yet it has a Best Buy date on it. It's there because of government, not greedy corporations. Okay. I, I, I tell you what, uh, I tell you what um, da, uh, Daniel, are you sure about that? That government forced them to put a Best Buy date on things like honey that doesn't, that lasts just about forever? Uh, if you have a link, I love it. But that is good information to know because remember when Obama was in power, he said we should have regulations, but we should also get rid of stupid regulations. Let's remember that. We should get rid of stupid regulations. And if that's the case, Mr. Ledo, that would be a stupid regulation. E2247 says, Best Buy date is not standardized across political boundaries of these states, provinces, nations, international structures. Okay. Egberto, Willie's, uh, Robert Davenport, as the oil price goes up, the value of oil in the ground uh, on public lands leased to private oil companies raises their stock price inventory valuation without them making additional investments. A scam. I read that hold one. And in fact, I equated that to the student as, as the opposite to the student loan stuff. Anyway, it is time for us to do our last video. And I think you're going to like this one, especially progressives. Yesterday, I did a blog. I wrote a piece and had a video where uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom was being interviewed by Alex Wagner on MSNBC. And he pointed out that attruity, right? Uh, progressives and Democrats in general don't have that uh, to go ahead and and fight back. In fact, too often they are putting themselves on the defensive when they should always be on offense. And in fact, given the success of policies and given what they support for the average American citizens, they should never, ever be on the defensive for anything because the policies that they support or generally middle-class centric policy. Even uh, those on our neoliberal side have that edge where that's, uh, you know, th they want to be inclusive of the middle class and, uh, and the poor. So um, Gavin Newsom was correct when he said we have to fight harder. But you know what? Today in watching Morning Joe, I saw a conservative Republican, and don't, don't, don't misunderstand this, guys. Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough is a conservative Republican. MAGA and the rest of the Republican Party has moved so far to the right that he seems as if somehow he may not be of that conservative ilk. He is. And um, he gave a defense of democratic policies and democratic success like few I've seen 
in recent times or maybe ever. I want you to listen to this and then we'll uh, take it on the other side because it shows you in what Joe Scarborough did and how Joe Scarborough presented here. This is what needs to be done. And I hope folks follow this lead, follow the lead of Gavin Newsom and a few others when it comes to messaging, that is. Let me first of all um, talk about like this morning I saw a tweet. I'm not going to even mention the guy's name because I don't I just don't want to promote any of these haters who think and I've been seeing it a lot of my adult life where people where people uh, just because the other parties in power at the White House suddenly America sucks. I'm so sick and tired of people tearing down the United States of America because their party's not in power. And we heard it and we, we, we hear it from the Trump right. I read it this morning in a piece where this guy who's been a, a so-called conservative writer for years is talking about the, the thin veneer of American civilization. It's all coming to an end. America is collapsing. America is failing. How many times do we hear so-called Republicans attacking our intel community, so-called conservatives attacking our military? He's This guy was making attacking our military again. Let me lay this out for you. Let me lay this out for the American people people right now. Let's just go down the list for a second. The dollar right now stronger against other world currencies than it has been probably in half a century. Poverty at 50 year lows, right? Job openings at historic highs. Job growth at historic high. Um, Our military, if you want to take the measure that's been taken throughout time. And you, if you look at Paul Kennedy's uh, classic from 1987, the rise and, and, and fall of the great powers, it's always, what is the power relative to the rest of the world? And by that measuring stick, the United States is stronger militarily relative to the rest of the world than we have ever been ever been, not since 1945, since 1776. You look at our economy relative to the rest of the world, stronger than it has been. You look at poverty rates at 50-year lows. You look at all of these things that are supposedly collapsing. But I think the thing I take the greatest offense at is when you have people when you actually have senators talking about how our military is weak and woke, when they are tougher, and I say this, I say this with the greatest of respect, they're tougher SOBs than they've ever been. They've learned from the mistakes we've made over the past 20 years. You put 2,500 U.S. troops in Syria, they hold off the Iranians, they hold off the Russians, they hold off the Iranians, they hold off ISIS, they hold off Turkey, they hold off everybody. And by the way, when the Russians decide they're going to attack, what happens? They're dead. They're dead in about five minutes because our U.S. troops are tougher and stronger than they've ever been. And yet you have Republicans tearing down the United States military because they don't like the fact they lost the last election. It's really grotesque. It is really grotesque. He forgot also to say, and how do you associate yourself with uh, a right-wing, uh, right-wing fascists in Russia or right-wing fascists all over the world, right-wing fascists in Italy, right-wing fascists in Sweden. So there's a whole lot that 
uh, that <laughs> Democrats have to go on the offensive if they really chose to do so and, and have those guys defending the policies that are very, very un-American. So, I mean, Gavin Newsom and uh, uh, Joe Scarborough uh, in, in, in recent d- days and recent weeks have put on some of the best, uh, not defense, but offense for what uh, progressives and Democrats represent. Folks, uh, that is how you win. People love folks that are fighting and sticking up for not only you, but for the policy they support for you. Absolutely so, folks. First of all, Robert Davenport, thank you for so kindly for that super chat. He says, Peggy Lopez saved me at least this much for this week. PDR Posse is educational and good for your budget. Thank you so kindly. And of course, Bridge MCP would not be outdone. Roberto Davenport is the man. Grashish. Kind a good, kinda a good man. Yeah, he's a good man, Bridge. Give him, give him his kudos. He's a good man. All right. Um, I just want to, uh, you know, uh, I like to. I learn from everybody. Okay, I make sure to learn. And if somebody corrects me, and and what and and what um what Daniel Ledo did earlier today is he forced me to put a check on a statement I made. But in the process of doing that, Daniel. You know, he kind of made me go ahead and look some stuff up, right? While while the video was playing, because he said ignorant doesn't look very well on me. He says, "Yes, all Best Buy dates are there because of law, not to trick you into throwing away. Ignorance doesn't look good on you." To which I say, "If I were ignorant, I if I were ignorant on that, I would cop to it." And the truth of the matter is, after Brother Ledo pointed that out. I felt a little bit, oh my God, I don't give bad information. I got to look it up. So I went ahead to the government site, and here is the actual answer. Does federal law require food product dating? Except for infant formula, product dating is not required by federal regulation. I repeat, except for infant formula, and this is from the the government site, the USDA.gov site, Except for infant formula, product dating is not required. And it says, the next part, it says, how do manufacturers determine quality dates? Factors including length of time and the temperature at which the food is held during distribution and offered for sale, the characteristic of the food, etc. So, I mean, it is not. And then they they give you what phrases mean like best if used by, before, sell by, used by, freeze by, all that kind of stuff it gives you on that page. I'm going to put the link in 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 the chat as well. So that folks can understand that those definitions. But thank you for kind of forcing me to go look that up, Brother Ledo, because I think it is something that uh, both Robert Davenport and and uh, Matt Moise, and actually, well, it, it it is clear that Peggy Lopez knew that already. Now I want to go back to this site, the site dealing with uh, the, the the energy site. You know, uh, the right likes to make believe like uh, anytime Democrats come into power, there's less drilling and and somehow we become less energy efficient or sufficient. We had not become energy independent on t- uh, since the 1950s. Since the 1950s, we have been net importers. Then came Obama into office. And you know, guess what happened? Guess what happened? 
during, uh, well, actually, uh, whose administration? Guess what happened? Obama was in power into uh, 2010. When, who was in power in 2019 again? Let me see. Uh, let me see. Uh, Donald Trump. But wait a minute. How did we get energy independent again? Oh, you mean the drilling and all the laws that was passed before Obama is what allowed us in 2019 at that point to become energy exporters? Oh my God, because you, you do realize, you do realize that it takes years, it takes years for energy to come online. So therefore, if we became energy independent in 2019, a net energy exporter, that means the laws that were put into place had to come from whom again? Thank you. Thank you. It's so important that we get facts straight. What time is it? Uh, we're almost out of time. Uh, let's see. If there, are there any messages that I missed? Let's see. Rudnan says, uh, or, or Bridge, Michael Rudnan, Lee Grant, the military wants as many recruits as they can. That means not discriminated against minority groups. You getting it? That's not woke. That's self-interest. Thank you, my dear, beautiful sister, for putting some intelligence into the conversation. Imagine being so, Paul Fleming says, imagine being so Christian that you would vote for a man that has committed violence against his family, thought suicidal thoughts of killings yourself, committed adulterous actions out of wedlock versus voting for a man who has committed his life to Christianity, anity along with serving the public. I mean, that is how crazy it has become. That's how crazy it has become. Bruce Pollard says, I will bet there is info on the package that is preparatory to the manufacturer. I know at Dow we did uh, that on Sarah Rapp, regardless of packaging requirement. There you go. Robert Davenport says, Egberto, you are so unfair. You keep using facts and the truth. You are a bad propagandist, encouraging people to research things and think. The truth might set them free. I love you, Davenport. You know, I love you, man. That was a good one. When, when you started to castigate me, Davenport, I was like, oh, my God. What did I do now? You know, uh, uh, Lado already got me. And now it's going to be Davenport. I'm getting attacked from the left and the right. Oh, my God. I love you guys. All of you. All of you. Look, it's 4 o'clock. Um, I got to get the hell out of here. I have a political engagement at 5 o'clock. Uh, that I have to go to. It's a, uh, it, it, it's it's for supporting one of our local uh, our local um, people that serve in in in, this, in Harris County. Going out there to just show my face and be of support. So uh, without further, thanks for a show. Good one. Thank you, Bridge MCP, and thank you all of you that are here. If I forgot to call your name out, forgive me. Just come and slap me around a bit, and we'll take care of that. My name is. Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this program. I am what? What am I again? I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet 
with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. 